Good morning, OBC Radio. My name is Corey Rosen, and you're listening to The Story Podcast. Today, I have on a super awesome few guests. But before we get into that, if you like this episode or if you like this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Today, I have on Blunder and Lightning. Ahoy! Ahoy! <laughs> Curse to sail the seven seas for the next 700 years. Blunder and Lightning is a band of skellywag pirates forced into playing original sea-inspired songs Shanties and ghost tales delivered through a lively show, boatload of humor, and a tankard of grog. With wide musical range, they bridge a gap between dead serious, striving folk rock and musical comedy. They deliver hooks that call upon the elder gods of indie, punk, and classic shanty, sometimes seasoned by 50s rock, reggae, or whiskey. No genre is sacred, no topic is off limits from their parity, including cannibalism, accidental castration, and celebrity defecation. Their show is an experimental art musical theater audiovisual production that includes comedic shorts such as Where's Walter Destination Destiny within a musical stage show. While the band details of the curse remain unknown, it is known that the band, Johnny Bones, Saucy Jack and Admiral embraced their call to music creativity seemingly overnight. Coming from unrelated backgrounds to corporate America, the boys hail originally from further inland from the mid-Atlantic region of the U.S. Be sure to follow them at all the links in the description below. How are you guys doing today? Ahoy! Uh, I don't like this eye patch. <laughs> it's not working for it's me. It's not Wives working, but I'm hearing things. It's weird. We're well. That's good. I'm I'm really excited. I'm, this is going to be a lot of fun, shall we say. How are you? I'm good. I got my parents. I've got the whole good up here. <laughs> Does he have a name? As you have a name, it is Polly. Just like every other pirate. <laughs> He's got the, a, a white family, you see. Is he, though? Well, we don't know. We don't know. He doesn't talk anymore. He doesn't talk anymore. Yeah, what was what was that, Admiral? It's Polly Dackley. It has an extra finger. Impossible. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, so, you know our names. Yes. Who are you? My name is Corey Rose, and I'm with the Story Podcast. You can call me Scurvy Corey. Shouldn't you have a pirate name, though? Scurvy, Scurvy Corey. Corey. I like that. Scurvy Corey. I like that. Have a line. <laughs> Your teeth look great. Thank you. I try my best. So, what got you? What guys got. What got you guys uh, into music as a child, as a, an adult? What was it for you guys that spurred the inspiration to go on the seas and do some music? Well, uh, when I was a young whippersnapper, I uh, <laughs> watched <laughs> watched a lot of television. Uh, and I loved the monkeys. Mm. And, uh, I was taken by Mickey Dolan's drumming style. And then as I got older, I really got into Karen Carpenter. Yeah. And uh, finally... She rips. She rips. And then uh, Sha Na Na, Jocko. And I said, at that moment, I said, you know what? I'm going to be a drummer. And uh, lo and behold, I uh, figured out I'd hang out with a bunch of musicians and smack things around. Have you ever heard of a guy? It's John. He was a pirate, too. Barnum? Barnum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy that Karen Carpenter beat in the Rolling Stone uh, drummer's poll back in the 70s. What's his name? Bonham. Bonham. John John Bonham. Bonham. John John Paul Bonhams. I've I've heard of him. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so a lot of people claim he sounds like him. I think he sounds more like Carpenter. I gotta be honest. Yeah, I definitely harness my inner Karen Carpenter. That's true. Yes. How about you, Johnny Bones? What was it for you? Well, I guess I grew up on uh, 
I had the first, you know, Vic Vic twenty computer that came out, and uh, you know, I was doing a little programming. And once, you know, I was doing some video game uh, programming when I was just a wee lad, and this mm-hmm. is before actual anything. Um, used to store stuff on a cassette tape, right? Oh yeah, really? yeah, believe like, it, yeah. Like files, like files, and like max capacity was like sixteen one byte bytes or <laughs> something on the, on silly. Well, the Commodore sixty four was Vic twenty, it was twenty bytes, and then or yeah, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that's listening, please comment. But um, the Commodore sixty four like blew that out of the water with like wow. sixty four bytes, which is crazy. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. But anyhow, so uh, got into a lot of video gaming and stuff like that. We always had uh, growing up around the house. Uh, you know, like there was always a piano. My mother was a piano, an organ teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was always instruments in the house. My dad was a bass player. And um, back to the video games, though. So we would program our own games in this stuff. But with that, once you got everything right, there was there were soundtracks with that. Mm. And uh, so I programmed this karate game. Um, I forget what it was called, but it was on Commodore 64. High karate. But like, yeah, you, you know, it was like go to line 20 and all this. And then you press run and then you play this game. But I had the in most incredible music forever. And I got I got hooked on that, and then I remember hearing my first Beatles song. Mm. My cousin had started playing guitar, and he loved the Beatles. And I'm like, I'm kind of competitive. Would you say? No, no, not in the least. Yeah, I'm like, you know, and Brian, <laughs> if you're listening, you got me playing guitar and all that. But uh, yeah, and so I I just committed to. I remember his day tripper? I think it was my first one, ever. Actually, a uh, yeah. l- little bit of historical lore. Yeah, uh, the captain, so- the captain, and I actually played together when we were thirteen years old. But how do we find each other? Yeah, that's the question. Well, I think you should tell him this. Well, hold on, this is kind of this is kind of lore. So, I'm a what thirteen year old kid. I guess I had not yet started high school because I was a little, little put in a little early. And uh, so I was always the youngest kid. I wasn't driving until, like, my senior year. So it was, like, awkward. Me too, like, actually. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you yeah. get it. Um, but I get a manila envelope in the mail. No return address. Just has my name on it. And I open this thing, and there's a cassette tape. Have you ever seen a cassette tape? I have tape? seen a cassette tape, yes. How old are you? I'm 20, 23 now, actually. Okay. It's All right. I'll, just, the other day. I'll keep that <laughs> in mind. Birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, indeed. Um, so, yeah, I got this cassette tape, and there's a note that just says, Learn these songs. We know you play. <laughs> and uh, I didn't ask any questions. I just did. And then uh, I, got, I was contacted by your brother. Yep. And uh, who's who we're now working very closely with. In fact, that man, Mr. Jamie Kramer, made Skelvis and our dear poor Walter. But we'll, we'll talk about him. Let's not talk about that. Not right now. No. It's a little emotional. It's, it's still uh, but anyhow, yeah, so we started in our first band called, what was it, Gotham City? Yeah. And then it became possibly them. Right. And we're basically playing, you know. What was the point behind Gotham City? The whole getup wasn't you as Batman and then the drummer is Jim Gordon, was it? No. <laughs> that, wouldn't that be great? That would have made the pirate thing make more yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Yes. But yeah, that's, that's kind of how we started playing together then. So from from what then happens to become pirates? What why pirates? Well, things? well, I'll tell you. So this uh, kind of hinted at the fact that we been, we went our separate ways. Mm. I guess you know uh, I listened to my parents and I followed their advice, and uh, they shipped me off to college, mm. which in my opinion is education overpriced. But well, um, 
curious. Was it shipping up to Boston? Uh, it was not no. shipping oh. up to Boston. But uh, you know, in a, I think we we all kind of <laughs> ended up with uh, with desk jobs, mm. but we're just sitting there, and um, we did that for uh, a couple decades, raising kids. And, uh, yep. They try the same instrument. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's weird. And then, um, so the Admiral and I started playing via a Brazilian collective. How about this? You should tell this story, actually, because you're better at it than I am. It's, it's from your it. perspective. So one of my wife's friends, her boyfriend, is friends with Jay. And so we were over for a night where they're like, I'll bring musical instruments. We'll just jam, whatever. We're sitting in their backyard just playing music, and he starts playing some stuff. I had met him like once or twice, mm-hmm. and he starts playing some songs. I said, that's interesting. What is that? He goes, oh, I wrote a bunch of pirate songs. And I've had an acoustic bass sitting in my closet for like the last 12 years. I was like, I have an acoustic bass. I sound pretty good with that. I'll come over sometime and jam on some songs. We pick a Saturday, sit there two, maybe three hours. Wait, this is after... A, you thought I was some homeless guy. Yeah. I... <laughs> and B, I didn't call you for three months. Correct. Yeah. I was trying to paint you in a, in a better light than you yeah. deserve. Apparently. No, that's all right. We're here. This is called the story. The Let's more. give him the story. Okay. So, yeah, I really just thought he was some random homeless guy who was wandering past, heard music, and thought there might be free food. <laughs> and then. And there was. So, I, so I gave him my number, and as I'm used to, I, he didn't call me. Uh, but I was like, okay, you know, I shot my shot. I thought it'd be fun. You know, my wife says I need to make friends. Mm. So he didn't answer, never called me, and never heard anything back. And then, like, three months later, he texts me. He's like, hey, you want to get together over this Saturday and work on these songs? Sure. Um, I go over. We practiced on this one Saturday for, like, two or three hours. And, you know, that was fun. I go home. And I get a text the next Tuesday, like, three days later, going, we have a show December 30th. <laughs> and I said, no, we don't. He goes, yep, we're a band now. We have a show. So I'm going to add more songs, and we need to practice these. I got a singer. I was like, no, you didn't. He goes, yep. So yep. tell my wife, I was like, I, I think I'm in a pirate band. <laughs> yeah. How'd that conversation go? Um, my wife is an extremely accommodating person for having weird hobbies. The sweetest. Yeah. By far. So... Her thing was cool. It'll get you out of the house more often. <laughs> yeah. What? Interesting, because it's the story. What does she speak? Like five languages or something? Four. Four. I'm wow. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, four and some Chinese. Yeah. So this whole group has a lot of interesting connections with a lot of interesting people. I hope so. And so that helps push things along. Yeah. So you you make that gig December thirtieth. Mm-hmm. How does it go? Well, uh, I think it went really well, did, actually. Did you get your free food? Yeah, I got my free yeah, okay. food. That's, uh, that's what we out. played for was yeah. food. I made sure of yeah. that. <laughs> Thank you. No, it went great. And this is before Saucy uh, joined the band. This is back before we reconnected. He's, mm. you know, still in his corporate America thing, doing his thing. So the Admiral and I and, uh, and Phil Narsh, Phil, bless you, which, uh, quick plug, is doing... Uh, he, He's a boobies brewery. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Pirate actor there for their shows, which are amazing. Where is that at? Yeah, Mount Joy. Mount Joy, that's right. Yep, yep. That's an old, historic, haunted, huge brewery. And he's in charge of putting together the Halloween party, which is two nights at the end of this month, Friday and Saturday. That's awesome. Which we're playing at. Shameless plug, but 
yeah, Phil's one of the original members and awesome dude and great singer. Very so, piratey. Very piratey. Indeed. So how does one be a pirate? How does one be a pirate musician? How does that songwriting process start? Sure. So uh, first of all, it's a lifestyle. Mm. So, I, you know, if you interview Karen and Lee, my parents, uh, I think they'd probably attest to I've always been this way in one way or another. And you've known me long enough to know that I've kind of always been this way. Yeah, he's he's always been a pirate from skateboarding to building hammocks in his bedroom with newspapers yeah. to building suits of armor in the garage. Oh, that's too. cool. And I'm, I'm not even making this up. This was one of those things. And he's always Ahoy! been. Ahoy! Ahoy! Hi! <laughs> Sorry, some people just watched. It's something we do. Yeah, we do that every show. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Johnny here has always, you know, kind of been a little left of the dial in terms of the, the mainstream and... You know, and I remember when you said you were in a pirate band, it didn't surprise me until I said, well, what's a pirate band and what does that mm-hmm. look like and what does that sound like? And I actually went and saw the three of them myself. And, uh, and, and man, no, so you, you play the drums yeah. and percussion and all that. I was playing a kick drum by myself. Yep. With just, we're just making it work. And then he added all this other, so sorry to interrupt you, but I think that's a... Yeah, it's That's a, a point to make. I guess it's a, a, a maturing, a maturation process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you came in and went, oh, no. Oh, no. But, uh, Let yeah. me give you some of that John Booger beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, he's always been a pirate. And, well, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the Admiral, well, he's the Admiral, so. <laughs> he has resting beard face. Yeah. <laughs> he won't show his teeth. It's a sign, sign of, of weakness. weakness. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but how does one be a pirate? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think you live your life free and, you know, unencumbered. Mm. And that, you know, it doesn't mean being lazy or carefree or even uh, you know, cavalier about it. But it's, it's knowing when to say, no, that rule doesn't apply to me. Mm. And it's unreasonable. And I, it doesn't apply to me. I also think there's a lot of ambition in being a pirate because, you know, pirates are considered to be... Um, I guess you could say a little bit, uh, you know, outlawish and outlandish. Uh, but, you know, being able to, to do that and adopt that takes a lot of bravery. I mean, yeah. you know, having, having a corporate job and being able to say, you know what, this is, this is not necessarily what I want to do. I want to, you know, make music and yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe drink some rum. And, yeah, and yeah, nobody dies saying like, oh, man, I wish I would have worked some more. Exactly. Like, right. And I think a lot of people put a lot of their passions on hold. I mean, depending on your belief system, this is a finite time on the planet, you know? And if you don't do what you want, you've done something, you were indentured to somebody else. And you, you mentioned how it's not like a clumsy thing or it's not a lazy thing. It's a very much takes smarts to be a pirate. I mean, if anyone's seen Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Jack Sparrow, for the longest time, while daft and dumb in some respects, was very smart and cunning in the very other way. A- absolutely. Very yeah. clever. Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, it takes that, and particularly playing music takes that, you know, and there's a lot to navigate yeah, and I think with I, that world. And I think that the ambition is actually shown in the results. I mean, um, so this current iteration of the band has only been around since the end of March. Mm-hmm. So, what, we're talking, what, six months, if, if that? Yeah. Or just about six months? Yeah. Um, and in that time, and we'll probably talk about this in a little bit, uh, you know, we, we are in the process of recording an album, 
we have um, some some media and shorts and, mm-hmm. and videos that we're putting out there. We have wonderful booking. Wonderful booking. Thank you, Heather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love you. Um, okay, bang. And uh, and we've got a lot of very big plans in the future, and that's not a result of you know ah oh, the heck with it. We're just gonna be pirates and all this. Putting the pieces together. It's a yeah. it's a matter of being focused, motivated, and and pushing forward. And not compromising your musical integrity either, and I think that that's something that we do a pretty mm. good job of as a whole. Yeah. What do you mean by by that specifically? Well, yeah, uh, and please all. Well, I, I think I was actually going to say that before you even asked the question, though. But you'll notice, and, and any, I think you can play a couple samples or yeah. whatever. But when this record comes out, you'll see, or if you see our live show, we're not tied down to any genre of music. No. Like, mm-hmm. what is pirate music? And I, I know. Right. You're asking that probably people watching are saying like what what is pirate music and, and Adam put this best or Admiral put this best is that uh, the first we get like three questions every single time and it's what like is the hurdy gurdy no what one, is the, yeah, one, yeah. one are you, are what playing, is a pirate band yeah right? what is a pirate band two is the, are you playing at the are you playing the Renaissance Fair? festival <laughs> right yep, and you do you have a hurdy gurdy right do you know what a hurdy gurdy is I do know what a hurdy gurdy is right wait. My turn to turn this on you. I did a little research. You played Glockenspiel. I, where'd you find that at? I don't know. We, we have we we have we're we're cunning pirates. We're pirates. There's that right. clever well, pirate stuff you were. This talking is this about. is turning into an episode of Hot Ones really quickly. Like <laughs> I was almost <laughs> I was gonna bring some deep dive. Yeah. Like, yeah, we did a deep dive on your Instagram, and we'd like you to explain this post now. Yeah, well, yeah, cool. I, yeah. In high school, um, I instead of being you know the good little percussionist that everybody wants out of out of you. Uh, I would do the perca- the, the, the glockenspiels and, and the mallet percussion and the cymbals and all that jazz. Nice. Yeah. That's well, fantastic. No, that's, that's up my alley. I so you want to be in a pirate band? I, dude, I have a xylophone <laughs> at my house, actually. Oh. We're, yeah, we're gonna it's made to, of bones. Yeah, we're going to have to. <laughs> it is missing a G, though. That's it. about it. Yeah. Dude, the G's always missing. Huh? Oh, well, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, that I'm would be totally fun, and then we can we review the whatever we record on your other show. Yeah, which is a great. Yes, absolutely. Um, I want to answer your question though. So, uh, yeah, so there is no genre like per se. So, uh, you know, people ask, well, how do you write? How do you write the songs? I, I primarily write the music for stuff. Uh, mm. We all do our share of texting insane ideas um, to each other. One of one of my favorite ones was uh, while I was working, I. Emailed or texted Jay, just a, sorry, Johnny Bones, a line of lyrics. JB's fine too. And within four hours, he emailed me back a first version of the track. And I mean percussion, yeah. like layered vocals, guitar, bass. Wow. And within four hours, just came back with a song. And a lot of times, if there is a very useful kernel of interesting topic we haven't covered or some interesting subject like matter. Like cannibalism? Like cannibalism. <laughs> that was actually, that was part of the text chat is I just started texting lines about cannibalism and <laughs> then he'll throw in a line or rework it, you know. Yeah, but we don't set out to write a pirate line. song. Like, let's make it sound like a shanty. Like, I think early on we explored that mm-hmm. because, uh, I don't know, anybody a gamer, you play like Assassin's Creed Black Flag mm-hmm. or anything? Great game. But the best part of that game is sailing around listening to the shanties. Absolutely. They're, they're recorded by some incredible artists, um, but they're great. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, what was the onus to like, well, why don't you try writing one? You know, and then so that mixed with I'm getting insane. That's something about manatees coming from him. Like, what do you rhyme with manatee? I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and that's part of the thing. But, 
you know, I'll Insanity. get some. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. Sanity. This is the only man I see. But Insanity. I'll hear something. I'll hear it. So I, I would say, like, people are like, oh, you wrote a great song. No, I, I was just reproducing what I was hearing in my head. Mm. I didn't just actively try to come up with that. Like, I wonder if, a, like, an A would work there. Right. You, it wasn't a mathematical equation. Nope. It was, oh, it happened. When I read stuff that I either I write or I get from these guys are just ideas. I mean, uh, Matt Newton, the merch guy, wrote one of the one of our best things too. And it's like he just picked a topic and said, "Oh, I'm going to write this about uh, you know this this guy uh, loses his ship and all the the gold sinks, right? But you grab all the gold and drown yourself, you know, because you're heavy mm. now. Or do, do you make to swim for the land and, and live to fight another day? You know." Here's a, here would be a great topic for a song. I went to Chicago recently, and uh, back in November. And have you ever heard of the ship that sank in Chicago? Nope. No. What in in the uh, in Lake Michigan? No, no, like in the river. In oh, in the Chicago River. Like in the Chicago River that runs through the city. Uh, no, but it was. It, is there gold? This this story is hilariously. I'm listening. And um, so it, it's it's a giant ship, and you know, Playboy billionaires of the time, like the 1800s. Decided, oh, we're gonna make this whole huge metal platform on the side, of, on one side of the ship, and forget about balance. And <laughs> like a huge metal platform, see? And what happens is, you know, obviously it capsizes. But the stories of some of the women, um, because of the big giant dresses that they had, they either had to uh, get naked and you know swim to the top, abandon ship as it were, abandon ship as it were, or sink down with the ship. And there are many stories of many women sinking down with their ship because you know it Modesty. was. Modesty, yeah. right? Yeah. To the bottom. What, what a what a pirate song that might be. Uh, that's a very good one. I, I, you want me to write it now? Or... <laughs> <laughs> you know, live on the air writing of that? No, that's a great topic, actually. Um, it's interesting. I've been to Chicago yeah. a million times. I've never heard that story. So really? That's interesting. Yeah. Well, let's go look for it. Maybe yeah. we can find a bunch of dresses at the bottom. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe, and there's there's so many Chicago River stories. They're all dyed green. Yeah, exactly. They, they all dyed green, or uh, the time that people jumped into the river to try to escape the Chicago fire. You know, the famous one. Yeah. And uh, they actually caught on fire because the river the was so full. Fire. Yep, the That's river right. was literally on fire. And oh, then, of course, the Dave Matthews incident. And of course, oh, the well, Dave yeah. <laughs> and just the which, existence. yeah, which is right up our alley. That is right up the existence of Malort. Yeah, <laughs> we should write a song about that. Yeah. The Dave Matthews debacle. Yeah. You guys would definitely. You guys, uh, shout out Ford the River. You guys would definitely love their their dad punk rock. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. in fact, we're actually we're playing we're playing a, we're oh, playing wow. a with them at the church twenty uh, second of this month, I think. Yeah, and and uh, is that Lebanon? Yeah, check yeah. our website. Check the Facebook and all that. We have our schedule up. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell yeah. me what it was like to write a pirate life. Oh, a pirate's life. Okay. Pirate's life. So here's the deal, and that's one of those. <laughs> is that one that we're gonna play? That's one we're gonna play. It's unheard music. That's okay. Good. I think yeah. that one's clean enough to play too. Sure. So uh, here's the deal. Uh, what would it really like be like on a ship, right? Right. So you think it, it would be great and you know full of adventure? Absolutely not. Uh, treasure, plunder, sailing around. I mean, it was actually quite miserable part of the time. Yeah. And on top of that, you just you're with a bunch of like stinky dudes, stinky dudes all the time, and like no showers. No what plumbing. do you do? Uh, you've seen the show. Our flag means death. No, I haven't. Phenomenal pirate show. It's a Taika Waititi. And oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it, it's a great cast, and it's an awesome pirate show. But it's, it's kind of that dark comedy, right? So it's great. It's it's wonderful. But so, um, 
Oh, so Pirate Slave's about yes. that. Then. Yes. Yeah. It's, and and it should be noted that this is literally, literally, the world premiere. That, that's yes, true. That's quite of right. this recording. Yeah, this so um, from our forthcoming album, uh, which we are releasing here in February. February. Uh, we're actually having an album release party in February. Uh, details about that will be on our website, of course, and uh, we'd love to see everybody there. And of course, dressed up like you, uh, absolutely scurvy. You gotta come. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, spirit is out nowadays. Be sure to go and get your pirate gear. Was... <laughs> and, and by the way, I think your pirate is a... Uh... It's a sinking a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Someday it'll fall and yeah, it'll right. become what an ex-pirate. Right, well, that's, with that said, this is A Pirate's Life from Plunder and Lightning. One day one could disagree Adventure seeking treasure It's the only life for me Cause who could say thee nay Aboard a ship awash with men Who ain't not seen a lady In a month or two or ten Let me think this o'er again
That was a pirate's life, first ever premiere, world premiere here on the Story Podcast. Make sure you check their website out. Where can people find you at? Uh, well, they can find us on all social media at Plunder A N D Lightning. So if you search for that, that's fine. Uh, our website is plunderandlightning.com. Be sure to check out the website and all of their events, gigs, and dates upcoming. So tell me, you guys do way more than the average band. And that you have a, a whole get up, you have a whole video production series, you have a whole, a lot of things. Yeah. Why? Okay. We, we're actually working on a cookbook, too. <laughs> yeah. No! Yeah. It's called Dump Recipes. <laughs> it's called Keep the Scurvy Away. That's right. Here's, Limes are your Here's friends. hardtack. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, first of all, I mean, we're, we're all kind of creatives, and yeah. particularly with our larger crew, with Matt and Jamie and this larger crew. It's, uh, it's this large collective of people who are just creative, they're artists, they're thinkers, they're madmen. Um, they have ADD. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all indeed. have like squirrel syndrome. Squirrel! Same here. Right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, and it's funny though, but quick side on that, that those are the most interesting people I've they, ever met. Yeah. And they're the hardest working people and they're the people that are, you know, innovating. Yeah. And when you focus and, and when you get, when you get focus, an individual sure. who's like that to focus... Uh, the results are always very, very positive. And so I mean, we have a whole, yeah, right. We've got a crew. Literally. We have a whole crew of people crew. like that that are just, you know, first of all, it's like, and you, it's so funny, we'll get into this later too, it's like, you know, once people are like, they get over a pirate band. Then is that all, go, it's all, just, no bar, just like you showed up, piratey. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a pirate inside. They really do. They really do. So we just play to that, and we just let our creativity go. So, like, we have uh, Where's Walter, which we'll, we'll talk about poor Walt in a little bit. Um, but Where's Walter is an episodic uh, series that we just finished season one, and that was released every Wednesday. So it's Where's Walter Wednesday, okay? We're also working on uh, a, a, like a 10, 15-minute episodic show that's like Pee Wee's Playhouse, like, gets super yeah. crazy, goes off the mm. deep end with pirates. Um, with a lot of weird, what's that? But thanks for catching that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a lot of fake commercials and weird stuff in there that we just think is fun. You guys yeah. absolutely have to run out like a Hershey Park, uh, the Pirate Swing, and do like a. I would love that. Oh. And there's probably a legal a team that doesn't want that to happen. Yeah, well, there are, there are liability issues there, and I'm I sure know, of that. But still. Although, but oh, if Hershey's listening, we would love now. to play in Hershey more. Absolutely, we have. And yeah, and we, and we in fact in, in Hershey we have played. Are we playing uh, the end of this month. At, yeah, uh, yeah, we are. Yeah. We're playing uh, in the town square. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's for is that is that Chucktoberfest? I think it's called or or the no, something it's the, on it's the, the other one. Yeah, yeah, we're playing the. That's the twenty sixth. Yeah, October's crazy. It's pirate holiday. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, literally, just, it just is. That's the busiest month for any any pirate. For any pirate. For any working pirate. You know, for any working. <laughs> Every pirate out there is just nodding, going right. Right. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, the other part of that is why all this stuff. It's because the music industry completely changed. Like, mm. okay, so it right. used to be back when we were 
young lads, you know, um, trying to make it in the business, which, I mean, we, we both had kind of minor success with that and yeah. toured and opened for some awesome acts and stuff like that. So we tasted it, but with the digital age, that stopped. It used to be an A&R guy would find you. Mm -hmm. They'd fund a record. Yep. They'd put you on tour to support the record. People purchased the physical record. And that was your income. None of that. Yeah, that's the same anymore. And now, for better, I think. I, I agree. There's so much content out there now, which is the for worst part of that. The worst part. And you know this yep. with your show. You're competing with a cacophony of stuff. Like It's just crazy. Like, yeah. And it's tough to weed out what's good and what's bad these days. Um, but that industry changed. And so everything's digital. Everything's, um, you know, just being a band and getting out there and going on the road doesn't cut it anymore no it just so don't you know just play on the weekends then if that's what you want to do if you what we set out to do is like we want to make this a career let's do it times a thousand like let's go there yeah and that's the thing there's a lot of people who've got ama amazing musical talent but you know taking away the, the pirate garb and regalia i mean you know we all yeah. have had uh professional careers i've worked in business development and, and corporate contracts uh, Johnny here worked in marketing, yep. and uh, the good admiral here is a data whiz. So it's you know we, we we use what we've learned to basically advance what it is that we're doing to break through mm -hmm. and, and to make some 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 noise in this space, and not just pirate noise of us banging on things and screaming and like legitimate good like noise. legitimate yeah. good noise to to yeah. break through some of the uh, you know disruption or create some disruption that's right yeah yeah with that there's a message with everything that we're doing here which yeah. is you know like you don't have to sit behind the desk you are not a slave to your credit card you are not a slave to like you know your paycheck and all this other stuff like get out there and live your life do something right and all it takes is a little bit of courage yeah oh, yeah exactly and but, a little bit of rum but, and a little bit of rum but, but yeah that helps <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, and that, that liquid courage is what you like. Scurvy Corey, that's what I love about you doing the show, though, man. Because this is, I mean, obviously you put a lot of hours into this. I mean, you can tell. Yeah, yeah. And you have, how many shows now? You're coming up on 100 shows soon. Uh, I've got over, uh, yeah, 100 shows and 120 hours of content. It's incredible. Right. Yeah, see, that's, that's that passion and that but courage. He, he clearly likes doing it, right? Yeah. You enjoy it or you wouldn't do it. And when you do it, you enjoy it, you do it well. I enjoy it enough to go out to... Uh, to gather the party. <laughs> yeah, so Found just, on just, shore. Yeah, just as an aside, when we rolled in here, uh, uh, Scurvy Corey was decked up. And in fact, if you look at the camera, you can see yeah. him. He's got a headband, a pirate yes, shirt. Yes, he does. Yes, he, has he does. A little, you know, a Jolly Roger belt and, yeah. and an eye patch. But uh, yeah. But so our live show, and he talked about the, the February 24th at, at Love Drafts on the Carlisle Pike. That is. I can tell you, I'm, I'm not supposed to leak too much of this, but that's going to be an audio, video, full, almost like watching musical theater. Like, that's where we're headed with this. And I have a, I have a daughter who's been a musical theater kid, so. As do I. And so it's so <laughs> saucy. So we've seen it all. We've come up with it. We've heard all the show tunes. Like we've helped them pick audition cuts. We, that's, our, that's our world, too, because we cared about what our kids were doing. And so we brought, that, that was actually really valuable. So thank you, Nat, um, for that. Thanks, yeah, super valuable to and, bring into this. And to give them some tribute, uh, we're going to sing Bring Him Home. And the Admiral has... Admiral has, hit him for me. The Admiral has left the building. Yes. There you go. So, how do you guys 
because uh, I'm sure it's hard to market yourself as a as a pirate band. You go up to a venue and say, "Oh, we're pirates," and we sing. You and know what? The, I'm I'm, go- I'm all right. So I'm it's the tough. newest member of the okay. band, and I'm going to tell you, uh, as an outsider, well, more of an outsider, a newer outsider coming in. Yeah. The thing that appealed to me. So I, I've grown up. I love music. I love playing. I love songs and hook and and not, not just hook <laughs> hands, yeah. yeah. But um, when I went and saw Plunder and Lightning, the thing that got me was it was exactly the musical sensibility, the, the fun content, and really the the you know throw it to the wind. Let's have some fun. Let our hair down. And I think that that's part of the draw of this is. That, you know, if, if you think about it, and, and you were talking about mm-hmm. this, Captain, um, you know, we, we have to pay our bills. We have our mortgage. We have our, you know, responsibilities. I have to punch in and punch out. And, you know, hey, maybe casual Friday I can wear a Hawaiian shirt to, to, <laughs> to work, and, and that's going to get me through the week. But coming to a Plunder and Lightning show, for me, and, and I see it even with our fans, is that, you know, you can escape from, you know, the doldrums and, yeah. and, and the, the grind of the day-to-day. And you can kind of just let your hair down and yeah, have and some fun. That night. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that and that's what we say to our fans is, you mm-hmm. know, when you're here, you're part of our crew and we're a family and and we're gonna do this all together. And you know, we have people who come to, to every one of our shows and Yeah. Well how you know. for example, something like immediately that takes hold is we, we do this prank and I did it to the guy. You yeah, did that it too. <laughs> as soon as we see somebody walk in a doorway anywhere, we always go, Oh you guys did it to me too. Yeah. And, you, and usually they just go, Oh so it's like, you know, we get the entire bar, like an entire full overcapacity bar doing that to the next guy that walks in. We've actually That's had families so like turn around. And just walk yeah. check, check, please. <laughs> so it's fun. It's interactive. It's cool. And it's, you know, people get to let their hair down, man, and not be, uh, you know, a slave to the grind for that moment of time. And that's what it should be. Any band, that's, that's the goal is to be that space for everybody. Because everybody is, you know, they're not coming out to music to to your, you know, no one's coming out in a suit and tie mm-hmm. to a music a live music event, unless of course it's you know there's other corporate stuff. No, I, of on, course. But, oh, and I've I've seen plenty of I've actually performed in a suit and a tie. So yes, I. Right, right, of course. <laughs> but I'm for the more gig, yes. for the more gigging you know traditional street Absolutely. musician. Um, no one's coming to your show to you know be normal per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. They're coming to unwind. They want to. Have escape. some good food, escape their nine mm-hmm. to five or whatever else that they've got going on, right. um, and they want to have a night that they can remember and forget in a healthy way. And, and I think and, that's a great way to put and it. And I, I actually yeah. think we should uh, use that a night you will remember and soon forget. You mean like, <laughs> you mean like last night? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah, that's another good question. How how much effort? How much? You know, gusto does it take to put on a show of your nature? Because I'm assuming you're all around the place. You're, you're, you're constantly turning on the extrovert, and you're constantly turning on the big personality, and or well, some people are. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, I'm an introvert. I don't know if you you noticed that or not. I would never um, have said that. Yeah, me neither. This like doing this takes a lot out of me, and forget the fact that I also teach children as my day job. Yeah. Oh, how how does that affect you? What are some of the things that you have to be careful about? I know the the pirate voice can and will destroy your throat if you allow it to. Yes. Um, how do you deal with that? I, I think the admiral should start with this one because the admiral um, 
Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, he's clearly the most extroverted of, the, of, of us. all of us. Right? Yeah. All right then. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, would you? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll. I'll. If you couldn't tell, we're we share a brain. Yeah. We share an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> scurvy COVID scurvy, and all that. Yeah, scurvy. Yeah. Eye this patch. is this isn't. You're my shipmate. Yeah. That's you're right. You're my media lodge. That's, that's right. But uh, you know, it, it's funny. I think the way I've always looked at it, and I and I know Captain thinks this as well, is it is theater. It's right. you know, people are coming to to see you. And you have to give them a show. Mm-hmm. You have to give them a show. Um, you know, if if I'm having a rotten day, and we've all had these these shows where we're just exhausted or we're worked up about something that's going on in life or or whatever, and uh, you know, it's one of these things that you know when you when you step on that stage, you have to give them a show. And yes. t- for me, I'll tell you, I, I mean, I've played pretty much my entire life. I still get nervous when I sit behind the drums. I still get yeah. nervous. Not yeah. not this oh my gosh, but like this nervous excitement, mm-hmm. and and it's this adrenaline rush. And I look down and I see people when they start clapping or whatever. Yeah, I, I just switch on. Yeah, feed off of it. I turn but, the hat backwards. That's right. But I will tell you this, um, you know, at the end of a show, you know, and I am naturally extroverted. I actually get a little more introverted. Because mm, uh-uh. I've, I've put uh huh, I put it all out there, and then I'm like, I got nothing left. All right, I got I I gotta go take a nap. Let me. I don't know what you're saying because I thought it was interesting the way you asked the question. First of all, you told us you said I don't know if you know, but I'm an introvert, and you referred to it as us as like, well, how do you guys turn that on? I don't look at it that way. As oh, an yeah. extrovert, I'm not turning anything on. Just, I, I it's like an explosion. Like if I don't release that. Like bad things happen. I get crazy. I get squirrely. Like so, to me, like I, I, I look forward to getting on stage, and I look forward to being weird and being crazy and jumping around. You, know, you know what? I, you can he you is relate always to like this. Yeah, and it is taxing to be around. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So I just saw something. I get uh, energized. There was a comment that says, "Calm down, Admiral. You're getting rowdy." <laughs> <laughs> Say anybody watching as well, if you have questions that you would like to ask Plunder Lightning, be sure to comment down below and we'll get around to it for sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. One of the questions I have is uh let's let's talk about Sir Walter. Where's Walter? Oh gosh. All right, all right. Do you want me to take us? Are you all right? Try to play I'll, taps. I'll, Are you I'll, all right? I'll come here, buddy. Come here. It's a it's a touchy subject. So you know we have Scalvis. We have Scalvis. Lean on him for strength, would you? Uh, so in our last episode of Where's Walter, it was revealed, and finally we now know that it was foul play, that Walter was abducted. And Walter's been with us since the very beginning. Abducted. Abducted. And it was foul play. It was not, he's missing, we've ruled that out, we've talked to the police. Um, Oh, wow. And after it was like, what is it, 72 hours that we had to wait? And there, you know... Now, now we know, but we were able to capture some uh, footage from a nanny cam that we have mm. in the practice space. And there were two armed men that came in, kicked the door down, took Walter from us. Plundered him. So, um, and we, we were giving these out last night's show, but we're, um, you all right, man? Um, this is a, a ribbon and show of support Okay. For, for Walter, if you could just show the folks. Um, and Walter, if you're out there and you can hear us, come home. We miss you. Right. Any information anybody has leading to the arrest of these men and finding Walter, please 
please hit us up on the social. If I get my hands on those sons of guns, I am going to kill all them personally. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. But but Walter has been the inspiration for a lot of the writing. Mm. And he's been a good mate. He's taught us a lot because he's older. He's, he doesn't say much. <laughs> he's older. He's fit. You know, he's, very, he's, he's very been quiet. around the block. I don't know if you know this about Walter, but, um, I mean, he has been kind of pivotal in, 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 um, in the formation and kind of the success, I would say, of other pirate bands, right? Absolutely. Right? Oh, absolutely. So, um, for example, Rolling Stones. Pirate band. Is it? Kesha. Pirate band. Uh, but uh, Rolling I, Stones, hold on, I prove Rolling uh, Stones. I can prove it. The song Brown Sugar, mm-hmm. written about rum. Yeah, yep. that is. They might be giants. Yep. Pirate band. Pirate band. Absolutely. I'm just um, saying. And the other one, too, that a lot of people don't even realize. Liberace. This, but, well, not Liberace. <laughs> per he, se. He's, he's pirate influenced, but... You know, the one is Gordon Lightfoot. I mean, huge yeah. pirate. Oh. Huge. Huge, huge pirate. Huge. Huge pirate. Yeah, and so it's always the ones that people Christopher don't Cross. really think. Yeah, yeah. Rick Rubin's produced a lot of pirate bands. Public actually. Enemy's first album, Yo Bum Rush's Show, was about pirate stuff. It was? It was. If you think about it. Everything comes down to pirates. It kind of does, doesn't and, it? And Walter was the muse for all of these for bands. For a lot of them, actually. He's yeah. kind of like Mutt Lang. Well, that's, Never, yeah. You know, he's yeah. kind of in the background. Yeah. So... Yeah, so we're missing that part of us right now, and we hope that by season two we can figure out where he is. Yeah. Fair enough. So, but we have Skelvis here. We do have Skelvis here. here. He's just doing, he's well, doing his job, man. He's doing great. You know, we we, we we rallied here as a as a uh, as a crew, and we realized that the the vacancy left by Walter, we're never going to be able to fill it. But we still needed someone to fill in by and, a contract. And help. Yeah, by, yeah, by contract, which again, yeah. But uh, we, we scoured the world for somebody who, you know, had some, you know, some fashion sense. And, and he's got experience in the music business. Experience, a little bit. Right. A little bit. Right. Um, and, you know, definitely we wanted somebody who was wise like Walter. We'll never find somebody exactly like Walter, but someone You're wise You're talking like, like he's Walter. not coming back, and I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that. I don't like your fatalistic attitude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But but the point is, Skel- until we recover, Walt. Yeah. But Skelvis, in it's and of himself, if, it's a when is uh, very Walter. Yes. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, it, it like they're just twisting the sword because it's uh you know it's Hall- <laughs> it's Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. So every- he doesn't want a skeleton for Halloween, right? So everybody you know, has like- Walter out front of their house, and you it's know like it's just rubbing twist- salt in the wound. That's right. It really is. It's almost cruel. It's like seawater in the wound. Anywho. No, I think what they're doing, actually, is they're baiting the kidnappers to take their Walter. I'm hoping. Maybe. Uh, That's that, a great twist on That it. would be amazing. That would be great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, set traps. So what does Walter, what, what does, uh, sorry, Skelvis do? Does he sing? Does he play? Does he does he party? No, he just kind of sits there. He, he mentors. Yeah. Mentors. Yeah, he, he's, he's been like a wise voice of reason for Sage. Sage. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a stoic member who... Yeah. Whenever you're having a rough day, you go to him and talk to him, and it's a good day. That's right. Like I mean, between him and Adam. Yeah, know. yeah. I mean, the B seven chord here, and you know, you can yeah. just tell by looking at him. It's like Both yes or no. Conversationalist. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah. You should hear Adam and and uh, Skelvis chat it up. He's been teaching yeah. me karate. Oh really? Yeah. That uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's why it's so effective against Scurvy Jack or <laughs> Scurvy Cord. So. We have another one of your songs here. Oh. We have 
the dark meat. Tell me about that one. All right. So this is uh, this is one of those that. Uh, so I got I got a couple lines from the admiral through a through a message, and it, I mean the song is about the ship is scuttled. And there's 20 men left in a basically a dinghy, right? Like a lot, like they're set afloat in this this raft. They come more people to say ahoy to. Together, no, they were leaving. Uh-oh. No, they're what's the pirate goodbye? Adios. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you just leave. Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah, leave, right? You go Stop. overboard. Um, so they're they're in this uh, you know this boat, this small boats, 20 guys left, and they're they're trying to find land, but at some point they run out of food. Mm. And these guys, I mean, they're shipmates, they're crew, they're like us. So it would be like, this would be like us in the same situation. Oh, I will eat you first. Well, right. Yeah. yeah, It's slim pickings, pal. Both of you. You'd have to eat us at the same time with wing sauce. But, you know, so then they they have to make this tough decision. Like, we're going to kill and eat our friends. Wow. You know, like you do. You know, desperate times call for desperate measures. Mm -hmm. Like you go camping and the friend that was supposed to bring the cooler forgot. What other option do you have? Listen, it was literally your fault. You, this, are, you brought this. On we we ran into the yourself. same dilemma last night. Actually, you are the cooler. That's now. why John yeah. peaked out. Yeah, early man. Yeah. He just smoke bomb. Ninja vanished. I saw the hunger in their eyes, and I was. <laughs> I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to go get some cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's this is dark meat by Blender Lightning.
We set upon the weakest man to share amongst the pack. We made to kill him quick. Bent his neck until it snapped. We ate his limbs for dinner, his innards for a snack. Our belly. And that was Dark Meat by Blunder Lightning. So we're yeah. going to actually go off the radio right now. Um, where can people find you if they want to find you? Court. The bar. No. All of the social media sites that you would expect, you can, kind, you can find us on Facebook. You can find yeah. us on Instagram. Plunder, like piratey plunder and plunder. lightning. Like Light. Yeah, not like your hair lightening. Lightning, it's light. It's lightning. Right. And uh and we will be playing there there are a lot of shows that we're gonna be playing, so check out the website, check out all the social media so you can come and see us. Uh we'd love to see you there. And, and any tips leading to Walter's return. We definitely absolutely. need that, yeah. And if you want to follow up with us or check out all of our catalog, we have ninety five other episodes to check out. You can look up the story, Koi Rosen, C O R Y R O S E N. We have a website coming soon, T M. And 
You can find all of those episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. But we're going to get the radio back to the music, but we're going to continue live here on Facebook.com. All right, so that song prominently featured an instrument we have here today, which is called? A mandatar. A man guitar. Right? No, a man guitar. Man guitar. <laughs> like a man That's does. something else. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I think he's, oh, been oh, the, he's been on the ship He's been on the ship too long. <laughs> yeah, that's a different kind of instrument, sir. Uh, it's an organ. So it's a mandolin and a guitar. So it's got six strings like a guitar, but it's mandolin in production. And it's making sound. sound. So, Right? That sounds really good. What does it yeah. sound like to the... Uh, good. It sounds good. Right. Yeah. So you were saying there's a lot of it in that song, and we tried to overuse it because you can, and mm-hmm. then it becomes the mandolin show. You can overuse anything. Right. But again, uh, we don't let it dictate if the song calls for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, would you like to hear a song? I would love to hear a song. Tell, right. me, tell me, what is it, what is it what's about? Man, I wish we had different topics, but this is called 700 Ways to Die at Sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pirate's life, man. It's One for each risk. year that you're cursed out. Exactly. And the other side of that is, too, if you think about uh, what we're doing in terms of our background, it's very much like a, a corporate uh, <laughs> PowerPoint presentation yeah. of... You know, hey, here's here's the ways that we can do this. This is the strategy behind well, it. That's so. right. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. All right, you want to try it? Yeah, let's give it a roll. Ready? One, <sighs> two, one, two, three, four. Ah. 
Dude, that was that was awesome. That was the first ever live performance, uh, actually, on the story. Well, a lot of firsts. Yeah, Yay! a lot of firsts. First, first, first pirates, first live music, pioneering new territory. You're first skeleton. Journey first skeleton. Yeah, actually, yeah. Wow, that's so that's so cool. Well, thanks for letting us do it. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is um, wow. So, tell us more about what you're doing with your show. So here's what I want. How did here's... you get your show started? How did you decide? Oh, I want to interview people and get their story so i i went to college here at lbc lancaster baba college and through my education here um i got to meet and realize that there's a lot of talent in this area whether uh you know everyone everyone from broadway has their summer vacation home here Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. so happens by the way uh there's a lot of grammy award winners that you know instead of living in philly they can live here instead of living at dc they can live here instead of you know living in new york they can live here um and then i just this past year, it's actually been a year now that I've only been out in the gigging scene, mm-hmm. uh, where I, I go out and play. I play piano. That's okay. my main nice. my main instrument. And I just realized, wow, there's another talent everywhere on every single level. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool if there was a spot where because you know people love stories, sure, right, sure. And there are you know amazing stories out there that deserve to be told. Yeah. Um. And so I decided, well, I'll just start a podcast called The Story. And and just have on a did you have broadcast experience before? No, not at all. Um, did you learn kind of everything on the fly, or what? Yeah, kind of learning everything on the fly. Uh, having to figure out what what I mean, I listened to a few podcasts before, but um, the idea was, you know, I wanted to have like a long long form podcast. That way, it's not cookie cutter questions; it's actual conversation that we can have. You can get to actually know the people instead of you know who the people are supposed to be. Right, and you can dive deep into deeper topics, stuff that, you know, the regular radio wouldn't ask right. because it's not correct to ask sure. or whatever stupid malarkey, right. corporate America BS that, that is out there. There you go. Uh, and there's a lot of that. That's right. And it there's like too a, much of that. Exactly. Yeah, the candy shell and everything. These things. And so I, I started with my friends and then I started reaching out and I started making bigger and bigger connections. And all of a sudden, here I am with I'm one connection away from Elton John, Bruce Springsteen and a few other. It's absolutely I, I, smoked. I, yeah. yeah. Like we're honored to be here. Like before those guys get on here, because I mean, I, the way you're growing, how many followers you have now? Uh, six hundred. We and yeah, I tell great, you what, man. it's getting huge. It, it it'd be really interesting if everyone who was watching or had liked this episode actually followed the the Smash podcast. The like button. If anyone who's ever interacted with my uh, show actually, you know, committed to following, which is a hard ask for a lot of people, sure, sure. I'd I'd have over two thousand followers. Wow. Well, yeah. But let me tell. Yeah, and and that's I started fine. I started in April. Yeah. Holy smokes. See, that's what I'm saying. This is incredible. And we have so much fun doing this. You know what I mean? Like, this is good content. And we watched a lot of your other content. Thank you. And and you're doing exactly what you just described to me you wanted to do. And to me, after just talking to you for an hour about just that, why a pirate band, because of that, you are a pirate pirate. man. Thank you. Scurvy Corey here. Scurvy Corey. Reporting in, Captain. Reporting in. So... I have a few other questions that we'd like to ask, or right. I'd like to ask. Sure. Uh, show. Yeah. So what's the future for you guys? Well, uh, as I said, I mean, this has always been our dream mm-hmm. to do this, to entertain, to go out, to continue to make music. There's not a time in my life that I didn't want to do that. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I've Ever since I uh, sat behind the drum set uh, when I was, in, like, however young I was, mm-hmm. I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to yeah. play music. I, I caught the bug as it were so yeah i mean 
I, I would say that, you know, first lunch and then maybe world domination. Right, of course. Yeah, right? Of course. <laughs> Food is always the most important. We, we, we want to be the world's biggest pirate fan. Well, there's a, actually an interesting piece of lore there, too. Remember the famous contract with Lee oh, Bowser? Oh, yes. That's right. So, and, and, and actually, there's a song derivative of this, which, again, uh, the base idea was texted to me from the Admiral, and I was able to pepper that with my own experiences as well and be like, wow, that's really relevant to me. And it, uh, the song's called I Want to Be a Pirate. It'll be on the forthcoming record. Um, but, uh, you know, it's about, you know, we walk the line between listening to our parents as, as guidance mm -hmm. and authorities and fighting what we really want to do. Um, so my father was kind of, uh, he was fair and just about it. And they wanted, they wanted college to be my path. And well, you're going to go into marketing and advertising. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. That's where I ended up, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm like, no, I want to be in a band. I want to tour. I want to play music. That's all I want to do. Since I picked up a guitar, that's all I want to do. So he said, I'll make you a deal. And I'm, what, going... Uh, 700 eight, leagues. 18, 19, 20, something like that. Anyhow, Worst 19, 20 years, years old. Ago. Something like that. Like, right about in college, I had, I had just... Completely failed out of Penn State. Got a mm. zero. That's hard. You got to try to do that. Yes. But I was in the newspaper locally for being on the Velcro wall. For being a zero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. I learned how a three-man balloon slingshot worked. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. It was, the police were called. Um, yeah. So oh, that's piracy. That's piracy. But the famous, brand. the famous Lee Bowser contract, which is unlike the curse that we're currently under, uh, was you, quote, make it as a musician in a year, which is crazy, but yes. it was, I thought it was fair, or you go back and finish college. Mm. That's what you do. And I think he has a similar decision to make in his life um, that we've, we've talked about, but I almost was there, man. We were opening for big bands. We were signing on a little label. We were putting out records, but it takes longer than that. And it, you got to push Absolutely. harder than that. So they won. I went to college. I listened to their voice, and uh, you know, I got a degree. I, don't know that I've used it for anything, ever. Really? I'm not discouraging people to going to higher education these days, but I don't know. You, you have to know what you're going for. You, you have really to have do. a goal. You have to yeah, have a what goal. do you need it for? What, exactly. what are you going to use it for? What can they give you that you can use? Yes, and, and this goes into a, a bigger conversation of what is higher education? What does that mean? Well, right? I'll, I'll give you an example. I went to school to be an English teacher. There and, you go. And I've worked in insurance uh, startup insure tech companies. Um, I actually ran the North American organization for a, a large insure tech company uh, for several years. Um, you know, English was great in terms of my communication, but in terms of the, the things that I learned in business, it was through trial and error and doing things. Mm -hmm. And we're learning more about that doing what we're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's exactly it. It's ex experience. You know, you can learn a lot from a book, but when you apply that in real life and when you learn these lessons, you know, some of them very hard, uh, some of them very forgiving, um, mm -hmm. you know, the successes and failures. I mean, that's really where it comes down to it. And you can learn everything by the book, but it's never how it's going to actually it's, happen. It, like literally the you want like the, the, you want, you the, want the, the surgeon edge, to the, operate on you that read it out of a book, or the no. guy that's done a hundred surgeries? Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's, it's the, and the thing is, I think the the one thing I've learned, and again, working in startups, and I know you've done that, and, mm -hmm. and Adam in his corporate life, you know, your corporate life is there's always the edge case, and I know you know all about the edge case, but 
there's always that edge case that you know you can you can plan. What? What's the edge case? I don't. The know. edge case, like the one thing that you're like, I have never contemplating this happening. Oh. Right. Like, yeah. like, oh. like the worst case scenario that's ever happened. I didn't. Or blindsided. Or I would say. Um, an edge case would be, yeah, I'm going to be a musician, but I'm going to be in a pirate band. Time for a spreadsheet. Uh, Time to make a document and send it out with an email. We should set no. up a meeting. But exactly. Let's have a Zoom call about it. What the squad? What the squad? Turkey. You got it, Court. <laughs> Turkey Peter. <laughs> we have a lot of inside jokes. So I'm hoping one day they'll share the rest of them with me. You see, this is why I like it, but inside jokes, um, you just laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. These you you've mentioned several musicians of this show. I've got no idea who they are, but I I, I not like it. <laughs> so, so I will tell you that if I'm being very transparent, the, the musicians I was influenced by were those from the '70s. Uh, I grew up listening to the Beatles and Stevie. Wonder well, I did too, of and, course. I, like those big names, I know, of yeah, course, yeah, right. Yeah. But Led Zeppelin was the one that oh. that. When I listened to that band, it was like it just my eyes opened up, and I and I as a musician, I was like, "That is the guy I want to be." John Bonham. John Bonham. And, uh, okay. Yeah, and, I didn't uh, know that was the front man. Like, yeah, yeah, he was the, he was the drummer. Drummer. Okay. He was the drummer, and I and I've ripped off every everything I play. I've ripped off from him. Mm-hmm. Like literally everything is is stolen from the Bonham book. That's of, fine. You know, good artists borrow, great artists steal, right? Yeah, that's I was right. saying you're a pirate anyway, so it's on brand. That's right. That's, that's right. completely on brand for us. <laughs> Staying on sauce. Yeah. Lost in the sauce. So, what's next for you guys? Have your TV show yeah. continuing? Yeah, which is like more of a web-based show. More it's like, it's show, like your yeah. show, like right? You know. But if Comedy Central wants to pick it up, let's go. Comedy let's Central, go. You listening? Let's do it. Yeah, you have our number. Probably more of an Adult Swim kind of. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Fair enough. Yeah. So, we have another one of your songs. Oh boy! Oh boy! The coin. Purse. Yep, coin purse. Oh, this What's well. that named after? Hmm. That's where you well, keep we've your moved money. from a cashless society. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an outmoded concept at this point. So, oh, you put Bitcoin in it. I see. Yeah, My it's, Bitcoin it's now purse. it is now the separate hard drive of cold storage you use to ho- like secure your cryptocurrency. Well, that makes more sense, right? Which is why I hopped on the Wi-Fi when we got here, so I could start um, mining. Know, mining from my phone. <laughs> I'm getting paid to be here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not ETH. You're not mining ETH anymore. Oh, my. Proof of statement. So, coin purse. Yeah, coin purse. You want a little backstory? A little that? backstory in that. Well, I'm going to give you just a little bit, and then if you listen to the song, sure. you'll get it. But uh, it's it's a song about an accident that happens to a sailor on a ship. And he's up in a mast, and he falls, and some very important part of his anatomy gets snagged on something that's sticking out. And... How does that affect the rest of his life? <laughs> Very good concept. And this is Coin First by <laughs> the Plunder Lightning. <laughs> Accidents happen and I'm no exception. I'm up in the mainsail with no depth perception. Get getting closer by lucky correction. Meet 
That was coin purse from Blender Lightning. So, what is one of the funniest things to ever happen to you guys during a show? Yeah. Uh, okay. For me, for me, and this has happened a couple times, but particularly a funny one. You and your brother showed up at a show at a bar that we did. Yep. And pen was, Hotel. And this is back before we were playing together. Was it the pen? Or it was the pen. Yeah. It was for. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, it was the pen. Wow. Uh, for uh, St. Patty's Shout Day. out to Gary. It's like a, a St. Patty's uh, Day. Oh, shout out to rather. Steven as well. Did yeah. you want to shout out as well? Oh, oh Steve yeah. Shaw. Steve, Steve Shaw. Shaw. Oh, yeah. Steve oh yes. Shaw. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, for, the record. for Steve Shaw, who uh, owns Shaw 
Shaw Ranch, which is a, a recording studio. It, it's the new Doritos flavor, Shaw Ranch. Shaw, Ran- <laughs> Shaw Ranch Doritos. Shaw Ranch Doritos, yeah. yeah. But uh, Steve uh, is responsible for the sounds that you just heard. He's been recording yeah. our album. He's a joy to work with. He's awesome, like, amazing, great mentor, yeah. great uh, resource. And uh, So the funniest him. thing is not anyway. when you came to my show. No. So it's, but uh, I, I think it was, was it that song? No, was no, it, that song didn't exist. Money bags. It, it was money oh, bags. Oh, lady money bags. That's a song you can't play on the air. <laughs> I have a lot of songs about ex-wives and body parts, and um, <laughs> that's one about um, an ex-wife, mm-hmm. and uh, it's extremely just. It just goes all the way over the line. Right. That song um, not only violates every FCC rule, it would probably <laughs> cause them to create three new rules. That's, <laughs> but the but the Words fun thing George is Carlin trying to get through that yeah. song and actually hold it together. And he and his brother are out there, and we, I mean, each verse builds on the last, and it gets pretty dirty. And they are laughing so hard and doubled over, and he's one of my, you know, my best friend, and I'm just dying. I, I had to just, just try just to keep pull playing, it together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. So I would say uh, the, probably the best, best thing, best memory or funniest memory for me is, uh, was when... And it's still, it never gets old. And you were talking about this earlier, uh, Johnny, that uh, whenever somebody walks in and, and into a place, everybody screams, ahoy. ahoy. But we're not always looking at the door. Oh. So we'll be sitting oh there God, and we'll yeah. be playing a song and singing. And, and then the entire place just goes, ahoy. ahoy. And, we're like, and, and it, 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 make, it <laughs> makes me laugh. That every time that happens, it's just like it's yeah. like it shocks you. And it's, it's a jump scare. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's fun. How about you? He's like, I don't laugh. Deadpans. <laughs> I never show my teeth. Laughing's for weak people. <laughs> See, that's called the that's called the murder face. Resting murder face. It's not resting. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> I don't rest. <laughs> Sleep is for the week. <laughs> so, what was it like for your children to see? Or you tell your children, "Hey, I'm going out to my pirate show." What did they say? Yeah. So, well, for me at least. So mine is uh, now out of the house. You know, as of as of this year. So she, I don't. I always made a pact, like I'm not, and that's part of why I didn't play in bands. Like as soon as her mother, we we figured out we we're pregnant. It was like, nope. I, I think I quit my current band that night, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna raise you, and then when you go out on your own, it's, I'm picking this right back up where we left off. So, um, yeah. So sh- it's now I'm, I actually talked to her last night. I'm like, I'm sorry I didn't call you back. We we're playing a festival, you know, and she thinks it's the coolest thing ever. And again, she's a musical theater kid, and she knows what our show is, and she right. knows the, what it went in behind it. Um, but the thing that I thought was cool, she said to me, and she's like. Dad, I hate that I actually like your music. <laughs> like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so interestingly, my uh, my kids, I've got a uh, 14-year-old and a 17-year-old. So my daughter, much like yeah. Cap'n's daughter, musical theater has her eyes. Ahoy! Set on Ahoy! Uh, see? <laughs> yeah, there he is. Yeah. Uh, has her eyes set on wanting to be on Broadway and do theater. And, and even if it's not that, you know, some sort of theater aspect. And as passionate as I am about music is how passionate she is. And, mm. and I know your daughter is mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. about what she does. Um, so there was an obligation and my, and my daughter had said to me, um, hey, can you come to this? And I was like, sorry, sweetheart, I have a show tonight. 
And her response at 17 years old, like, blew my mind. And I remember yeah. telling you guys oh, yeah. about this. She said, although I really would love to see you here, she's like, I understand because you have to do this for you. Yeah. And I, like, I was just blown away. Yeah. Now, my son, um, he, he, he kind of rolls his eyes about it. He's like, you're in pirate band. But I know he watches every Where's Walters episode. Uh-huh. I know he wa- gets on our website, and I know he looks at our content. So, um, That's funny. which is yeah. which is, but but like he'll he'll kind of look at me and like smirk, but he thinks it's funny. I mean, because we're talking like about, in a fourteen year old boy kind of way. Well, right, right, because right. basically our content is tailored for a fourteen year old boy. Yeah, so, exactly. So it works out well. That's how we write. You know, I was I was thinking about it. So if my dad was a pirate, I'd be like, you know, by the way, my dad. It's kind of cool, right? He's a pirate. Yeah, that's right. Don't mess with me. <laughs> my father might uh, bring your parent in for, for work. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what my dad does. <laughs> Swashbuckles. Yeah, it's like, and ladies and gentlemen, we have Saucy Jack here today. Ahoy! <laughs> Ahoy, you landlubbers. I'm going to teach you how to plunder a vessel today. <laughs> That'd be fun. Here's how you cut off some man's arm. <laughs> Here's how you put a hook on a... Yeah. <laughs> Want to see my peg leg? <laughs> You can't say that. No, in I school. can't say that. Yeah, in school. Yeah, yeah, can't say that. That's yeah, right. Stop it. That's. <laughs> you just didn't you know, So, amongst all of this, just joy, this fun, this chaos, controlled chaos. Yeah. What is one of the best pieces of advice that controlled chaos that uh, anyone's ever given you? Anybody's ever given me. Don't join a pirate band. <laughs> Sorry, Dad, I failed you. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, and I could, I could tell you, it's probably coming from. One of my former like mentor, my, like my favorite boss of all time, like when I had bosses mm-hmm. back in the day. But she was she was pirating. It was Janet Carlson uh, out of Brooklyn, New York, now somewhere else. But uh, yeah, but her whole attitude towards running her business was like basically a middle finger to everybody, and just did it the way she wanted to. And I was encouraged to always work for her in the same regard. And uh, that was eye-opening that you can do that. Can do that. And, and we, we were working with huge pharmaceutical companies at the time, and that was very refreshing to them to not see the same canned, mm. and here's some more Lipitor for your... Like, it was yeah. refreshing. It was a new perspective on things, you know? Yeah, I would say that the, the greatest bit of advice, it was twofold. One is follow your passion and use your talents to the best of your ability. Don't mm. let, you know, don't, don't let that yeah. sit back. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was, and, and this is kind of the motivation is, um, I had an old boss, yeah. great, greatest guy ever, said to me, I'm not looking for massive amounts of change or massive amounts of improvement. He said, just give me incremental improvement. And that's kind of how I think we adopt what we're doing is, you know, yes, we want to get to this level, but how do you get there? A long Incremental time. Yep improvement you get to a level you go to the next level and you go to the next level and then you do gather momentum and you can get to that higher level what level are you at right now um d minus yeah i was gonna i was gonna say what on a scale of one to a hundred i think i'm at negative four today (laughs) but uh but but i aspire to be at least at zero that means that you have a lot to that you can improve aspiring to zero would be a good name (laughs) (laughs) that's adam's new hardcore band that's right that'll that'll be the title of my hardcore band cd so, but uh, to your point about um, the boss and mm-hmm. doing the way things you want to do it, mm-hmm. so true. Especially as creatives, yeah. you you don't want to copy. You know, everyone knows the corporate standard, the establishment standard. Everyone knows the the hoity-toity way of doing things. To use a Pennsylvania term, mm-hmm. um, 
and it's not it's there's a reason why uh large media companies are going out of business nowadays You're yeah right. it's because they follow a format that has been tried and true and you know what it's, it's safe and it's it's safe. exactly that it's yeah. safe whereas if you think about it and not to get all corporate and hoity-toity but you know what are the companies that have changed things and what are the the bands that have changed things and artists and writers yeah they always you know if this if this is what what everybody's doing right now i mean i th- i think about motown mm-hmm. i mean motown was revolutionary they, yeah. you know they took what was called race music at the time and and Push, banged push, on it and pushed it into everybody, yeah. and they didn't. And they didn't uh, do anything. Take to, no for an answer. Exactly. Or you know, thinking about writers and artists. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, and having that. I think having that perspective to say, just because it's always done this way, doesn't mean it's the right way. No, it's just a way. It is. It's a way. It may. It may work for others, but yeah. You know, I'd much rather blaze a trail and be on the bleeding edge. Right, and you're gonna gain so much more loyal fan fan of uh, such a more active engagement fan base because of and, that. And and that actually is it. I think one of the reasons why people dig us is because yeah. we're authentic. Yeah, we. I mean, we are. Well, we feed on that too. Yeah. I mean, how many things have come as a result of some fans or interactions and grown our crew that way? Or, yeah. Like, yeah, and they do, show us things, too. We get a lot of people who come to the show first out of a sense of curiosity. <laughs> and then, Morbid curiosity. And then you'll see them at the next show dressed up as a pirate. Yeah. And we had, last we played at Hershey, yeah. there were kids. That's right. Oh, that was Sitting cool. around was us fun. in a circle. Like, the one kid showed up. We've had kids show up in uniform, like, in full pirate gear yeah. wow. with their little sword. And we'll bring them up, and we'll, or we'll yell to them, hey, we need a line for this yeah. song. And they're going to remember that. Right. Yeah. Know? And, that, you know, and hopefully that inspires them to follow their passions as well at some point. And we sanitized our show. When oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was, <laughs> right. that ranks among the funnier things. That was pretty yeah. fun. As part of the multimedia, we should have like a self-help book, like Find Your Inner Pirate. Yeah, that's have, right. Have like a pirate version it. of like Tony Robbins. I love it. I love it. I love it. With you on the front. With the murder face. Find Your Inner Pirate. So. Rule one, don't show your teeth. Rule one. <laughs> What are some of the bigger mistakes that you've seen made or you yourself have made, and how can we curb that for the future musicians? Wow. What, in music specifically? In music, well, I guess that, that can apply to life as well. It, it can. Uh, okay, I'm, as a marketer, I'm going to say, like, branding and marketing yourself. It's, mm. it's tough to do. People don't get it, but it's not crazy to do because you see it done successfully by a lot of other people and, and bands and all that. But it's like, um, I mean, you just, you have to grow a brand, you know, out of what you're doing. It's, it's doing the art is not enough. Right. Uh, it's, if you're doing it private, who cares? Yeah. You know? And there are things we've seen with other bands we like where they have no social media presence. They have no website. There's no way to access them or track them. And one thing that we figured out real early and one thing that he specializes in is he pulled people on this is a these are names we're thinking of when this was coming out of the like the out of the gate mm-hmm. and he got potential fan base pulled them for what they thought would work for a name locked that in and then the next thing we knew there's a website up mm-hmm. yeah. we had, I think we had the website up for the first show yeah. Yeah. and that was all his doing cuz he cool. does these things yeah. but it was people could immediately engage with us follow us interact and that worked out very well, but we watched what other bands we like locally who don't do as much community engagement. Yeah, we saw what what we could perceive as a failing and how we would improve on that. 
And that, that's a fair point that the Admiral makes, though, is you have to involve the fans. They're part of that show. Like, without yeah. them, it you're, doesn't you're matter. Not, yeah, right. it, without viewers, it, what you're doing your show in private, right? So we have to involve them in some way. So. Yeah, we actually had a conversation about that in the studio, which is, you know, a lot, <laughs> a lot of... What are you saying? Have I been with mermaids? And, and I've with, been with guys. Um, <laughs> and with wenches. Some twice me size. Yeah, um, actually, that's... The, that. <laughs> give me a C, a bouncy C. Now, um, and we actually had a conversation about this as we were going into the recording studio. There were songs that we love. Mm. Songs we adore. Songs that we are like, ah! And we had very long... Uh, involved conversations about which songs to pick because just because we love playing them and just because we love, you know, the way it sounds or, oh, I love playing drums on this or the melody's cool doesn't necessarily mean that if we love it that others do. Right. And what we tried to do was we tried to create an album based upon the feedback and uh-huh. we, we did a poll, uh, you know. Yeah, what, of, what songs of, do you want to hear on the on a record? Yeah, not what we want to hear. Because I know what I want to hear. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. The stuff that it's fun to play. Right. Um, but, you know, fortunately, I think that, you know, we do have our ear to what people want and, and, you know, we listened. It was validating. It was. And we'd have watched during shows, like one of the songs that I wrote, we eventually pulled because we were looking at the audience and realizing that's not one. It just fell flat. We didn't see people bobbing their heads or tapping their foot. It was like, all right, this one's a little bit weak. Yeah. And the prideful version of me would have been upset about that, but we were all standing there watching. It was like. I like the song, but it's not landing. And right, and yeah. sometimes you have to make those hard choices, especially with like your own original songs. If yeah. you see the the audience not vibing to it, yeah, yeah, swallow your pride and say, okay, and maybe not this crowd, maybe the next one. But and I, yep. I think but you remember, you remember to add real surprise what did land? Oh, yep. <laughs> that. So we did. I do an acoustic version of a Little Mermaid's song, you know, part of your world, mm-hmm. and he, and he was like. No, and he, and he no. explained before the show. He goes, "I have, because I have a surprise." He goes, <laughs> "He goes, I'm gonna kind of give you a signal." He's like, "You can put down your bass and go do whatever you want to do." He's like, "But I'm gonna do a song at the end as a surprise," and he launches into it. And as soon as I realized what it was, I'm like, "This isn't gonna land. This is not gonna be successful." And I looked around, and almost everybody was singing along with it, like at least mouthing the words. Like everybody knew the song. Right. Not, just, not just the girls. No, it was mostly the women, but there were a bunch of guys like crap. I even I know that song. Well, the, the best was like the, the like the, the hardest. Wish I could be part of your world. Yeah, it's great. And it was surprising, but it was one of the things. That if it hadn't landed, we Love probably never would have done it again. But the fact that it, it took off like a rocket ship, it immediately was like. Well, crap! I'm surprised, but all right, let's every set. Yeah, yeah. Always be the you know pleasantly surprised or something. Or he'll give at the end of a show. He'll go, "Would you like a song about if we have like we're down to the last track?" Right. Yeah. Right. Like, would you like this one or this one? And he'll let we'll let the audience applaud and decide. Yeah, that's so. Fun. It is. There's that's a lot of audience feedback. Right. Yeah. They're involved. Then you know that's it's the show's for them. Absolutely. So this has been a lot of fun. This has been this great. has been great. We absolutely love doing this. Do you have any more questions for me? Uh, I, yeah, so uh, where can we get uh, recordings of your glockenspiel and xylophone yeah. stuff? Um, you can't, well, I don't have any of that publicly available. <laughs> will, you laugh, will you laugh on our next record? I will yes. absolutely laugh. 
that is one thing that people you gotta sell your laugh. I can be the Joker. I can be. Yep. I can be a scary no, clown. We, we have to I put can... him and Shine Delphi in the same. Oh, absolutely. And play them comedy tracks. Yep. Another local musician, Shine Delphi. I've heard has of them, a very yeah. recognized one. Fantastic musician. Um, but I was at I think it was Arts Fest in Harrisburg, mm-hmm. and I'm walking, and you hear this. He has like this single bark. It's just like, ah! <laughs> but I'm walking through and I hear that. I was like, oh, Shine's here. Uh, yeah, and he was. That's fine. But that's great. That's great to be known for. Like I was telling yeah. you, to be like, that's such a joyous thing, man. It's a cool thing to be known for. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be, I'll find a way to get a glockenspiel. Because I, I, I'd love to play along with uh, any. Isn't that gigantic? No. No, 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 that's a chime you're thinking about. Oh, okay. Um, the glockenspiel yeah. is like the little toy yeah. thing that, you know, that are colored. Small bells. Bars, yeah, bells, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can get them there shaped like a harp sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, or very small bells. Yeah. Gotta be honest, we should explore that. Oh, I can. Well, it's a very much piratey sound. Absolutely, Absolutely, it is. yeah. I love it. Yeah. We'll be in touch. So say you guys could incorporate some like really like there's oh, steel drums or steel pans that you guys oh, could yes. probably incorporate to get more of a Jamaican uh, Caribbean pirate feel. Absolutely, well. we need that yeah. for steel and, legs. Yep. Yeah, I can I can hook you up with some people that I know. That'd be cool. I know a guy. That'd be very cool. Know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Oh, that's that's another great thing about doing this podcast. You start knowing people. Yeah. You start getting connecting with other people. To, uh, to know other people. Yeah. Well, network networking's amazing. So just as as a point of reference, I was uh, we we played this show yesterday. Yeah. Um, our uh, our manager Heather put on this this amazing show. Weather was not cooperative, but great right. groups of, of people came and yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of fun. But um, I was talking to this one band who I'd never seen before, and they're from uh, northeastern or yeah, uh, Williamsport Williamsport area. And uh, we were chatting, and they said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see a friend of ours who is um, in the Lancaster area, and she's having her first show, and da-da-da-da-da. And then I dropped their name, and they went, yeah, that's who it is. How do you know her? I was like, yeah, I played on her album when, you know, 15 years ago. She needed a drummer, and I played on it. And, and we got to talking. So the world can be very small when you network. When so, you network, absolutely. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, with all that said, Make sure you check them out on their website, plunderandlightning.com. Indeed. And you can check, we have all of their links also in the description below. If you want to follow us and keep up to date with what we got going on, you can search us up on the story, Corey Rosen, that's C-O-R-Y-R-O-S-E-N. All of our links will also be in the description once I update it after this. And... (laughs) And be sure to tune in uh, for, we have a few things coming up this week. We have... Uh, Carlos and Bobby Gentello, they are, he is a, Bobby is a studio owner of Right Coast Recording. I'm super excited to have him on. This Friday we have a multi-award winning classical pianist, Christopher Shi, who I'm really excited to talk to as well. And then next Sunday we have Holdfast. Yes. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? I've never never heard of them. And we have, so it's going to be a great Week and weekend. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day. Can we do an ahoy on the way out? We can do an ahoy. Okay, tell me when. Three, one, two, three. Ahoy! Ahoy! See you guys.